Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. Hello, you beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Weightless Warrior Podcast or welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Mitchell, your life and mindset mentor. So this podcast was requested an overwhelming amount of times and I'm so excited for the energy of this. This podcast episode is going to be all about how to navigate your holidays, <laughs> more specifically in terms with your family and let's just cut to the chase, not losing your shit. So I know you guys are super busy with the holidays and first of all, I just want to thank you for being here with me, spending some time to be here on this podcast and giving yourself that self-care to better yourself and to learn how to develop a deeper relation with yourself, a more loving relationship with yourself and to empower yourself. So if you're excited for this episode, if you get value from this episode, go ahead and smash that follow button, hit the bells on the podcast, and please go and give it a five-star rating. That really helps to get the word out about the podcast and help other women have trust within it as well as a source of inspiration, as a source of self-development, of empowerment. So those little steps that you can take to support the podcast actually do a whole lot. We're women who want to make an impact, right? That is how you can help make an impact. And I thank you so much for that. So without further ado, let's get into this podcast episode of how you can navigate these holidays and really stay within your power and not get super stressed out because I don't know about you, but when I get really stressed, my chest gets red, I'm getting hot and flustered, my chest is racing and beating, my hands are sweaty, sometimes they're clammy or sometimes they're even cold. Like there's all these different things that can go through your body and it is just not, it's not a fun experience, right? When we envision like walking into this room or family members or friends walking into our space and we are uncomfortable and we feel unsafe and we're like, oh God, here we go again. Here goes Aunt Sally with her political BS or here goes Aunt Susie or Uncle Charlie inserting their opinion into my life saying like, well, why haven't you done this? Or, well, what's going on with that in a condescending way? Just waiting for you to say that you failed. So here's the first tip that I want to give you because you know you best and you know your family best. So when it comes to interpersonal relationships, often where most of our stress comes from is the resistance of what is, of who is, meaning we wish our family members would be more supportive. We wish we could have better communication. We wish that we could laugh and joke around and be close, but we are on edge waiting for whatever the next person is going to say that is going to cause an argument. So if you can go into these situations knowing and accepting who is what they are at this point in time and not wishing them to be any different, that is first of all going to put a huge weight off of your shoulders. Because 
what we resist persists, right? And we're wanting to control these other people and control the situations, right? And when I say control other people, obviously I don't mean that in a negative connotation, right? We just wish that there would be more understanding or more supportive. But when it comes down to the root of it, that is trying to still control someone, even though you have positive loving intentions. And so if you can accept someone for who they are and just know, hey, this is the situation I'm walking into. It is much easier to prep your energy rather than saying, oh God, here we go again. And you're already in this annoyed state and desperation of peace that you know that you're not going to get. So it feels hopeless. And so you're already lowering your vibration instead of staying within your power and saying, hey, I know how these people are. I likely know what's going to happen. And I accept that that is just going to be the case. I accept that they are who they are, that this tends to be a pattern when we get together. And so when it comes up, I'm not going to be surprised by it. I'm not going to wish it to be any different because I accept it for what it is. And this is you taking back your power. Now, here's the next step. There is something that I want you to do before and after these interactions. So what I want you to do before is... Go in and protect your energy. And I'm going to give you a few different ways to do this. So the first way, I don't care if you put crystals in your boobs, in your boots, in your pocket, in your purse, in your panties, whatever. <laughs> but crystals can help provide a sense of relief and help to protect your energy. I personally love amethyst. It is a very calming crystal and I will just Put that crap everywhere, right? Maybe even go and sage yourself before you go into these interactions. Hopefully, they're not that bad. But hey, it doesn't hurt, right? So there's these different spiritual things that you can do. There's also that mindset aspect that we were just talking of, of psyching yourself up and just being like, hey, look, I know this is what's going to happen. Nothing in life is that serious, right? This is just how Uncle Bob is. That is just Uncle Bob. I've wanted it to change for 15 years. It still hasn't. So you know what? Obviously, I can't control it. I'm not changing it. He only has the power to change it. It's not looking like he is doing anything about it. So I'm going to surrender it. I'm going to surrender it. I'm going to give it to God, source, universe, whatever you believe in. Listen to some sound baths before you go and have some meditation music that's going on in your earbuds. And just really ground your body, ground your energy, do a meditation. Like, and these are not all things that you have to do by any means, just FYI, you guys. These are just different tools that I'm giving you and different techniques that you can try and see what works for you, see what feels good for you. If something is coming up during that time period, it is okay to say, hey, you guys, you know what? I'm going to go take a smoke break. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to do anything, but just say, I just need to take a step outside you know, I just need some air. I'm good. But just giving yourself that time to really have a few moments just to to decompress, that can make such a world of difference. So one other thing that I want to talk about, because now I'm sort of getting into what you can do during and I want to finish up what you can do beforehand. This is very spiritual, might be a little bit woo-woo for, for you guys, but keep with me here is doing a meditation and envisioning this light space, this bubble surrounding you and no one can penetrate your bubble. And then when you're in those spaces and something is starting to trigger you, 
close your eyes for a quick second or tap your fingers. Maybe tap your fingers during the meditation and prime your mind that whenever you're tapping your fingers back and forth, which by the way, this is bilateral stimulation, so this will calm your nervous system. But also, whenever you're tapping your fingers, it signals to your brain, go into your bubble, go into your bubble and everything is okay and peaceful within your bubble. Now, like I said, during while you're with your family, your friends, whoever, you can go off and take a few moments for yourself. Another thing that you can do is just set really strong boundaries for yourself. So I had a client whose parent, even though they're all fully grown, would still make comments on someone's body. And so what we talked about of in those situations is say, hey, just FYI, like I appreciate your concern, but my body is off limits. Like that's just not a topic for conversation between us at the dinner table, like whenever, wherever, that's just not something that I am willing to discuss. And so it's made very clear in a kind but firm way, back off, we're not talking about that. So identify what are those topics that come up year after year after year that trigger you. And when they do come up, just set that boundary of, hey, we're not talking about that. And if they still want to go off on it, and if they still want to make it a thing, you have every right to say, hey, I set this really clear boundary. You seem to have an issue respecting that. And we're still talking about this. You're still bringing it up. I'm going to need to remove myself from this situation now. Now, those who can't control you or those who feel bad about themselves will project those feelings onto you. So you might be labeled as difficult or the black sheep. But I want to remind you, this is the most mature loving way that you could handle conflict where you are setting your boundaries kindly. And if someone is not respecting that, you have every single right to walk away. You cannot control how others treat you, but you can control how you respond to that treatment and what situations you keep yourself in. So I totally get that there's this aspect of feeling guilt and like you have to be there and there's this obligation. However, it is still a choice. And if you're constantly feeling unsafe in that environment or being belittled, you don't have to stay there. You don't need a permission slip. You are your own permission slip. But if you need one, here it is. You are allowed to leave. But I strongly suggest you write down like, what are the things that tend to trigger me year after year on these things? And I'm not saying that they are not valid by any means, but just having that awareness so that when they do come up, you've already sort of rehearsed this idea of the boundary that you want to set in place. So that way it comes more fluidly and naturally and you feel a bit more confident delivering that boundary rather than just in the moment of, um, right, I don't feel comfortable with this. And now you're starting to react rather than respond. Whereas if you can anticipate it ahead of time because we've been through this before, you're being within your power and you're able to calm your nervous system a little bit more going into that situation. So let's talk about what happens after all these family gatherings. Sage the shit out of yourself. (laughs) I laugh, but I'm kind of serious, but I'm also kind of joking. Um, but seriously, you can sage, you can do the crystals, the sound bath, like you, I love to do a shower. If ever I'm in an energy that is making me uncomfortable and I'm sort of just being polite 
and being cordial and civil and then I get home and I'm like I really did not like that energy I want to crawl out of my skin I will take a beautiful hot shower sometimes I'll put essential oils in there and I will literally envision and just feel the water coming down me and washing away any of that energy that I am just not vibing with that is not good for me that I may be picked up and do not want to keep but I also recommend having something that you look forward to so hopefully you look forward to being able to go see your family but in these situations where you know it's less than ideal or you know that there's one or two family members that tend to stir up some drama and provide the tea then I really recommend that you have some sort of self-care ritual after any kind of event like even if it's a a business event a networking event or if you know you're in a group of women where you're friends with most of them but a couple of them you're just not vibing right and so in these situations having that self-care ritual after the fact where it grounds your energy if you live in a warmer climate going out and grounding your feet in the earth and feeling like scrunching your toes feeling the the sand or the grass feeling the air upon your face and is it chilly is it warm does it feel comforting does it send a shiver down your spine and just really getting grounded in nature maybe you have an extra self-care ritual where you know how we have those showers where it's just a quick one too right we're not really doing much we're just like i just need to not stink and feel gross and then we have those more of the spa-like showers where we're putting the deep conditioner in and we're making sure that we're checking each part of our leg that we shaved and we're putting on the oil after and using a really beautiful smelling soap or body oil whatever it is for you right so maybe that's something that you have for yourself as a post ritual so you can come back into that grounding of yourself and feel good so now you guys know what to do before during and after the holidays if you have any super specific questions on this or anything that I didn't go into that you would like more coaching or guidance on feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook at Lonnie Mitchell underscore or on TikTok and I'm happy to answer those questions for you I hope this podcast served you and I hope that you have a wonderful wonderful holiday season and I will see you on the next podcast episode Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag Weightless Warrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Yeah.